Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, guys, this is part two of our conversation. There's so much to unpack here. Uh, we just couldn't fit it all into one episode. So without further ado, we're fixing to jump right back into it. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. We got a long way to go. Here it comes. And so um, I just decided to look at teachers. And I say this with love in my heart. I realize that we have teachers that have been teachers for years or they're retired teachers or they're currently teachers that are doing the right thing. And I know I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because I was so, I went one, two, three, four, five. In like three minutes, I found five things (laughs) on the internet uh, of teachers. And it's just truly disturbing stuff. And so my question today is, what has happened to our teachers? What has happened to our teachers? So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about this stuff. So this first clip is it's a first grade teacher uh, that tells kindergartners. All right. It's important to context here. Mm-hmm. These are kindergartners, six-year-olds. When babies are born, the doctor looks and makes a guess on whether the baby is a boy or a girl. All right. And here's the here's the clip so you guys can hear the full thing. Here we go. Something something cool about me, Miss Hammond. All right. All right. So something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So, oh, full transparency. This is a Zoom call meeting with his kindergarten students and their parents to meet the teacher. Okay, that's what this is. All right, here we go. Sorry, play it again. And something something cool about me, Miss Hammond? All right. All right, so something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week uh, in the book that Miss Hammond read, but I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time, that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, But sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, When the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. 
When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So I'm a man, but when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And so my parents gave me a name that girls typically have and bought me clothes that girls typically wear. Um, and until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. And this was super, super uncomfortable for me because I knew that wasn't right. Um, the way I like to describe it is like wearing a super itchy sweater. Um, the longer you wear it, the itchier it gets. And the only way to make the itching stop is to have everyone see and know the person that you really are. So when I was 18, I told my family and my friends that I'm really a boy. And it was like this huge weight had been lifted off of my shoulders and I had the freedom to be who I truly am. And even though this experience is super challenging sometimes, um, I am it made me the person I am, and I'm super proud to be transgender. <clears throat> That's a kindergarten teacher uh, at a school, and uh, the school has blocked me. <laughs> uh, Brooke Charter Schools. Can you see where that's located? Oh, Matt, Boston, Massachusetts. Of uh, course. That, that makes sense. Okay. And so, so a lot of times I have a lot of teachers respond to me that are from the South. Okay. And, and I love you guys, but we also have to realize the populations are so fewer in the South that the, the reality is that the majority of students today are being taught these radical things. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's the truth. Okay. Mississippi has like a population of, Three million people. What's the population of just Boston? See population of Boston, not Massachusetts in total, just Boston. Four point nine million. You see what I'm getting at? You know how small Massachusetts, the state, is compared to Mississippi. I mean, that's almost all South Carolina's population. Yes, but 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 that's my point, and that's just Boston Metro. That's not even the whole state. Mississippi only has two point nine million. That's what I said. Three million. Anyway, <laughs> dang man, you can't even give me like a hundred thousand like leeway. <laughs> I can only re I can only memory recall so much stuff, Zach. In one thing, I'm sorry. Okay, but but my point is, and I understand my southern teachers like coming to the defense that well, we don't teach that here. No, we don't. No, no, Graham, that doesn't happen. You are you are speaking from an area that is in the grand scheme of things. Not highly populated. I'm talking about the majority of people. Kindergartners. This is a kindergarten teacher. Okay. But don't worry. I have, I have more. All right, guys, listen up. I've got some inside information on the meat industry. We could be seeing a huge spike in meat prices soon because of the price of wheat and corn. No, I've not confused beef with grains. I'm from Mississippi. I know the difference. Trust me. The truth is more than half the cost of a cow is in the food it eats. So when grain and corn go up, guess what? So does your steak. Wheat prices have hit an all-time high of $12.09 a bushel. You may not know what a bushel is, but if wheat costs that much, imagine how much a steak will. 
Don't lose out on your favorite cuts. You can secure a fair and affordable price with Good Ranchers on all your meats. They deliver 100% American meat straight to your door. And when you subscribe with them, they lock in your price. That's right. As long as you're a subscriber, it doesn't matter how much meat goes up. Your price is locked in forever. All you got to do is go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham and use my code Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, for $30 off, plus your lock-in for live if you subscribe today. Again, all you got to do is go to www.GoodRanchers.com slash Graham and enter my promo code Graham for $30 off and... If you subscribe, it will lock your price in no matter how much Biden tries to screw the economy up. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham today. Um, okay, let's just let's just go to the next one. I don't even remember what it is, but I put it on the list here. So let's just go to it. Ah, this is a teacher uh, who post. Uh, this is another kindergarten teacher bragging about this game called playing with pronouns card game can you look this up playing with pronouns card game and it says it's a box it's a card game for children uh it says ages four plus on this box um and it basically is a game that uh sparks conversations for four-year-old students so they can start practicing using they them pronouns uh so they understand people's pronouns you see it yeah, this is disgusting. Oh, playing with pronouns is an educational card deck for young children designed to expand gender while learning and playing games. It rose directly from our experiences, experience as parents. We needed ways to foster inclusion and respect that were fun and could easily expand into our everyday life. All right. So I didn't want to just do uh, kids. I was like, what, what, are they, what are they teaching in college right now? So I again, this took zero time this is purdue university pre-med is teaching that racism is a disease and a risk factor for a stroke that's what's being taught to new doctors okay this slideshow was captured um by somebody who took a screenshot um and it's got a picture of a black person and then some dna behind him and and here's what it that this is this is me reading word for word from the PowerPoint presentation. Racism is a risk factor for stroke. Regardless of blood pressure level in young adulthood, blacks have a substantially higher risk for hypertension compared with whites through 55 years of age. Racism is a disease. Racism and its effects can lead to chronic stress for children and chronic stress leads to actual changes in hormones that cause inflation in the body, a marker of chronic disease. Stress that a mother experiences during pregnancy can affect children even before they are born. Despite improvements in healthcare, racial disparities exist in infant mortality as well as low birth, birth rate. This is college pre-med. Now, see, this is why I could never go to a university because they'd kick me out day one because my immediate response to this teacher would be, wait, 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 wait. you just said, <laughs> you just said that black people have a substantially higher risk for hypertension compared to white people. And then you said racism 
is what causes chronic stress, which chronic stress leads to hypertension. So didn't you just say that black people are more prone to racism than white people? Isn't that what you just said in this PowerPoint? <laughs> didn't you just say in this PowerPoint that because racism leads to chronic stress and chronic stress is what leads to hypertension, you say it right here, blacks have a substantially higher risk of hypertension compared with whites. Don't think logically about anything, Graham. Just take one, what they say. One, that's not logically. I'm just dissecting what this college professor is teaching future doctors in PowerPoint. That's all I'm saying. That's all I do. And remember, I'm just a dumb hick from Mississippi with a high school diploma. So what do I know, right? But that's what's going on in your colleges. But But wait, I have more. Okay, so this guy is talking. This is a middle school teacher, all right? We're going across the board here. This is a middle school teacher uh, basically saying that uh, if your parents don't accept who you are, forget them. I'm your parent now. What? Hey, if your parents don't love and accept you for who you are this Christmas, I'm your parents now. I'm proud of you. Drink some water. I love you. Bye. That's a middle school teacher. If my middle school teacher told me that, I would be very scared. Middle school teacher. All right. That's a middle school teacher. Um and then let me see if I can find that last video. One second. Ah, here we go. Listen to this lovely individual. Again, this individual is not talking about kindergartners. They're talking about pre-Kers, three to four years old. All right. So we've gone all the way from kindergarten to middle school to college. And now we're bringing it all the way back down to preschool. So it's happening on all spectrum. All right, get ready for it. Here we go. Hi, I'm a queer teacher, and I 1,000% do not support this bill. And yes, I do know what's in it. The bill in itself is just another way to stigmatize the LGBTQ plus community. Kids as young as three and four are actually aware of their gender identity, even if they don't have the language for it. Also very aware of who they like and who they don't like. Heterosexuality is pushed on our kids on a daily basis at a very young age. Media, through books the first Disney movie that you saw. To say that pre-K through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia. We're very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics. We can talk about gender, gender assumptions, pronouns, all the things. And it is child development appropriate and age appropriate. Yeah, but like the Disney movies and all that other stuff that you watched when I, like when I was a kid, they're not talking about like actual sex. It's just a dude and a girl like each other. I, I don't, I don't understand. And even then, even then, here's my biggest thing. First of all, okay, that's the last one I'm going to subject you guys to on this clip here. This three, this person is talking about three and four year old. And Okay, even going to the Disney thing. So so I do acknowledge their argument there. Yeah, in Aladdin, they kiss, you know, and all this stuff. Like, okay, all right, I got it. Sleeping Beauty, like, uh, okay, all right. I even see their argument from that point. Okay, all right, I got it. Um, My argument to this whole thing, okay? Yes, morally, I'm against the LGBTQA plus community. Uh through my beliefs as a Christian, I, I don't believe in it. I, I don't. Everybody knows that. I, I treat everybody the same, but, but that's where I stand. Here, here 
is my issue. My issue is this. this. That last person brings up, think about the first Disney movie you saw. Blah, 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 blah. The parents are the ones that are letting the, the children watch those movies. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that is the biggest thing that I think everyone is overlooking. I do not care if you believe that heterosexuality is pushed over the LGBTQ AI plus community, which it should be, but that's another conversation for another day. I don't care if you think that there's a stigma around your community versus the heterosexual community. I don't care about any of those things. Um, what I care about is, and I don't agree with parents that agree with the LGBT, LGBTQ AI plus community, but they're the parents of those children. So it should be the parents' decision on what happens in that regard. Now, I personally believe that heterosexual or not, there should be no sexual conversations with children at least until the puberty years start. Yeah. Because that is, in fact, what puberty is. It is the transition from a child into an adult. Like, that's the whole purpose mm -hmm. of going through puberty. And puberty can be a horrifically difficult time for people. Some people, it's not that bad. Some people, it's really difficult because you're basically hormonally imba imbalanced psychopaths walking around. And, and that's when it's the parent's responsibility to help teach their children through that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I have also acknowledged <clears throat> that once kids get in high school, you got to have the sex ed class. Like, you know, like you should know how babies are born. Like, you know, that that's just basic stuff. Yeah. You should know how that happens. You should know the biology about, uh, you know, a sperm fertilizes an egg and that's how a baby is created and all this stuff. I get that. Oh, by the way, there are such things called venereal diseases and you can catch it if you are not safe in practicing how babies are actually made. You should abstain from that because mm -hmm. you're a teenager and you have no business doing those things. But this is the real world. And so we would be remiss if we didn't tell you about the dangers associated with doing it both uh, both for uh, physical and mental. Because there's so many children that are not being taught that mentally and emotionally you are not prepared for that type of connection with somebody yeah. else. But we don't talk about those things. I'm a realist, man, like, like I am. Do I want to believe that I'm going to talk to my children and, 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 and tell them, hey, you need to wait until you're married and you need to all this stuff? Yes. I will do that, and I hope and I pray that that happens. Can I sit here as a Reformed Christian and tell you that I did not do things I shouldn't have done uh, with a girl in uh, my teenage years? No, I can't. I can't. I can't do that. And I wish that I could. In fact, <laughs> more often than not, when you meet people that are— married to the right person, they find their person. What's the one thing that most of them say? I really wish that I would have waited until I met I've this person. I've never heard somebody not say that. Yeah. 
I've never heard someone say, thank God I slept with 127 <laughs> people before I married this person. I've never heard anybody say that. That's in a healthy marriage, by the way. <laughs> no, okay. it, it's always regret. It's always, always. regret. It, 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 it's always regret. The same thing, the same thing with abortion. I've never met a sane person who says, thank God I got that abortion. No, it's always the exact opposite. I, I wish that I could go back and talk to my younger self and not do that. These are always things that like 10, 15, 20 years down the road, they're still going to be affecting you. And here's another thing. I have never heard a parent who had a kid going, man, I wish I would have aborted that kid. Never. Ne you want to talk about negative one time. Have if, I heard that ever? If they did say that, then there's something very mentally wrong but with that. But that's what I mean. I'm not saying that it's not a possibility that there are people out there to be like, yeah, you see that 20-year-old walking there, or that 22-year-old graduating with honors right there uh, in college? Man, I wish I would have boarded him. You know, like, like I'm, maybe there is, but, but, but it never works that way. My biggest issue with all of this is why, why are we having these conversations with children, children have no business in any way having any type of sexual conversations of any kind with anyone, even their parents, even the parents. I, I don't believe that parents should be talking about sex to their kids at that age. What are you talking to them about that for? We, we, they're not asking you about that. They're not. No kid is like, hey, uh, mom, do you have sex with dad? Nobody. What? But nobody talk. What are you talking about? All kids care about are just playing with toys and going outside My father-in-law still to this day doesn't even want to acknowledge how his grandchildren got here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like still to this day. All right. I've been married to Alyssa for 13 years. Gage, my oldest son, it's almost 12. He, <laughs> Mr. Ron still to this day doesn't even want to talk about it. He's, he's like, ah, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> you know, same thing with parents. Hey, man, I know how I got here. I don't want to hear the story about how I got here. Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 like kids don't do that. What are you talking about? That's not, that's not real. That's not reality. I walked in on my grandparents once and it still has haunted Ooh. me in my dreams for all of eternity. That would have to be the worst. Well, I was raised by my grandparents. So, you know, hey, the married part of me is like, good for them. Up until man, they couldn't anymore. They were still in love with each other that much. I mean, you know? no, no. I mean, I do applaud it's it. It's a beautiful thing to 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 know. It's a horrible thing to see. That <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing, and and unfortunately, me and some of my friends did. We just busted up in the house, and they didn't know we were coming in there. I guess. And anyway, Bryson, if you're listening, I'm sorry, buddy, that you still have to deal with that. Anyway, the point Ooh. the point Ooh. is, uh, kids don't do that. That's not real. And this push on sexualization of our children, this is evil. Parents, you need to oh, fight yeah. back against this. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. All right, let me tell you about Birch Gold, the global upheaval caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the crippling sanctions on Russian trade are showing to have massive, and I mean massive, ripple effects across the world, including right here in the U.S. And it's not just at the gas pump. Food prices are soaring right now. To quote President Biden, with regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. Wow. 
you write he should write poetry at this point friends inflation continues to skyrocket as the dollar becomes worth less every single day transition some of your nest egg to something of actual worth gold and silver from birch gold that's right birch gold will help you convert an ira or 401k into a tax sheltered account in gold and silver get started now text the word graham that's g-r-a-h-a-m to 989898 with thousands of satisfied customers and an a-plus rating with the better business bureau birch gold can help you protect your savings so what are you waiting on the answer is absolutely nothing. It's free. So text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Again, there is no obligation to get this info. So go right now and text the word Graham to 989898 now. So this whole transgender fad, and that's what it is. It's a fad. Okay? Sorry. It's fa- it's a fad. All right? Ten years ago, this was not a thing. Okay, this is a fad. Um, ben Shapiro just did a speaking event, and 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 there was a person asking about transgender and suicide. And I am not making light of suicide in any regard, in any way, shape, form, fashion. It's a very serious thing. It is a permanent answer to a temporary problem. And if you have thoughts of suicide, I I I I cannot stress this enough that you are worth it to someone you mean Mm -hmm. something to someone and suicide affects so many people and your life has value so i'm not degrading this in any way but it was the relation to the high high depression and suicide rates among the lgbtqia plus and this person in the audience asked ben ben shapiro how can you not acknowledge that because of um, not being accepted, it's, it's increasing the suicide rate? And then listen to what Ben Shapiro says at the end. Hey there, Ben. Uh, my name is Hugo Obergon. I just want to know, why do you think trans people are killing themselves because they're trans and not because, like the way society treats them in the same way like the suicide rates of gay people go down as they're more accepted? Uh, so the suicide rates of, of gay people actually have gone down some, but not entirely. Unfortunately, the suicidal ideation rate among gay people remains very high. It's, it's highly associated with depression and suicidality, even in very accepting areas like, for example, San Francisco. The suicidal ideation rate is still significantly higher than the, the, the non-LGBT community. Uh, transgender suicidality rates, there, there's not been any meaningful study that I can see that suggests that socioeconomic status, for example, impacts this, or that mere acceptance changes the, accepted, the, the, the extraordinarily high suicidal ideation rates. In fact, there was a study from the Trevor Project that recently came out, and it looked at social acceptance in families, and what it found is that 40% of trans kids, or you know, minors who identify as transgender, are still experiencing suicidal ideation, which suggests to me that this is not merely a question of people are being mean to people who are trans. Our society, as an overall affect, is much more accepting of people who consider themselves trans than it was, say, 10 years ago. The suicidal ideation rates remain precisely the same. They have not changed overall. That last part. So, 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 so that's my thing there. People that identify and are with the LGBTQIA plus are far more prone to depression and suicide. Mm-hmm. And like Ben Shapiro just said there, studies have actually shown that, like I said, this is a fad. Over the past 10 years, it has become more and more and more and more and more accepted, yet the suicide rates remain the same. 
So therefore, the argument cannot be made, well, people are just being mean to transgender people, and that's why they're killing themselves. Well, obviously, that's not true. Yeah. Everybody claims they want acceptance, but you're getting acceptance, and yet the suicide rate is still astronomically off the charts. That's because, how do I say this? That's because this is not real. What transgenderism and all this stuff, it, it, it's not reality. It's not. It's not reality. And, and I'm trying to be as loving and understanding as I can be. There is a man, there's a woman. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. All of this other stuff, it's make-believe fairy tales. I'm Batman. And I identify as Batman. So for the rest of my life, when you address me, you must call me Batman. No, that's just people just doing what you want them to do because they don't want to argue with you. But people know I'm not Batman. Not really. Like, and, and that's why suicide and depression remain so high in this community is because deep down, it is not that they are trapped in the wrong body. Chemical imbalances. I mean, these are all proven things. Nobody just wants to acknowledge them. And what's bleeding out is, what I think is now happening is, America is now saying, fine, you want to be transgender, you want to do all that stuff, do, do whatever you want to do. You want to be a unicorn, fine. I, we yeah. don't care anymore. So they got the, the, the acceptance from Americans, the, uh, the adults. Mm-hmm. But the members of this community are still finding themselves depressed, suicidal. And so now they're seeking admiration and understanding from our children. Because the LGBTQIA plus community, and this is, this is real. A year ago, there was some men's choir that sang this song about, uh, we'll convert your children and make an ally of you yet. I posted it a long time ago, and a lot of people are reposting it now because of everything that's going on. Um, and the whole song was talking about, okay, you adults just don't get it. So we're going to go convert your kids. And then if we can convert your kids, then you'll eventually come around. They're doing this because they're constantly looking for acceptance when they can't even accept themselves because they're dealing with something that is not an issue of identity. It's an issue of their soul. The end. And that's probably very controversial and that's probably going to upset a lot of people. And, and I apologize for that. And I would love to hear any arguments to the contrary, but that's the truth. And, and I, and I love Ben Shapiro. <laughs> ben Shapiro has zero personality, love Ben to death, but, 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 but he's right. <laughs> like, like studies have actually been done facts about this and acceptance does not lower depression and suicide rates among that community. Well, then that must mean that it is more than just being accepted. Yeah. There is something else that is driving this mass depression and mass suicide rates among that community. And I believe it to be, you know, Matt Walsh says it the best, you know, uh, a mental illness, hormonal imbalances. Well, think about that. They dislike themselves so much. They have to have a body change. Yeah. And, and anyway, um, okay, let's move on to one final thing. <clears throat> and we're going to talk about fathers. Um, Florida. Made a really good thing happen just yesterday. Governor Ron DeSantis, man, he's hitting it out of the park all the time. DeSantis signs a bill investing $70 million into programs that support 
fatherhood. Let's see. Uh, $70 million in programs to support responsible fatherhood in statewide awareness campaign. DeSantis signed HB 7065, a child welfare bill that promotes responsible fatherhood in the state and encourages their active participation in their children's lives. The measure requires the Department of Children and Families and Department of Juvenile Justice to identify and meet the needs of Florida's duly involved children within a specific specified time frame according to local news among the funded initiatives the bill supports case managers who help fathers find employment and transition from incarceration to private life in addition the bill also creates mentorship programs for at-risk youth to help children develop social and emotional life skills through the presence of father figures i have said this once i've said it a million times and i will continue to say it again every dsm-5 every psychology manual everything says that the father for the longevity of the life of the child to teenager to adult is the de facto most important figure Mm -hmm. in a child's life now the mother is the nurturer absolutely mamas i am not saying that you are not a rock star that is not what i'm saying at all But there comes a point when children no longer need the nurturer and they need the the father, the man figure. For boys, it is an example of what they're supposed to be as men. And for girls, it's an example of what they should be looking for in a spouse. It is it is it cannot be argued the end. (laughs) Okay, the end. And I, I love this. I think this is amazing. Okay. Fatherlessness in our communities. Let's not even talk about the church and the fact that the ladies have been having to hold it down in the church for years, 20, 30, 40 years. Women are the prayer warriors. They're the ones worshiping in churches. They're the ones crying and praying for their families and the nation and their babies and all this stuff. And men are just standing there just stoic and just, you know, men have been letting their families down from a spiritual side for two Long, but let's just talk about society in general. Okay, here we go. Children born in fatherless homes are two times greater risk of infant mortality, two times more likely to drop out of school, and three times more likely to go to jail. Fatherless boys. These statistics come from fatherless homes. Six in 10 youths commit suicide. Nine in 10 youths become homeless and runaways. Seven in 10 drop out of high school. Having an involved father in the lives of our children has a profound impact not only on the child, but on society. Children with present and positive relationships with their dads are 50 times as likely, oh, sorry, 50 times less likely to show signs of depression, two times as likely to go to college and find a stable job after school, and 80% less likely to spend time in jail. The role of the father, man, and so to all my dads out there, and for you ladies that listen to this show, I say this. Let your husband listen to this. Let your husband listen to this message for the men out there. Share this with other men in your life. Men, you are such a vital and focal and permanent figure in your children's lives. Mm-hmm. You are and this is something for you to look internally at yourself go look in the mirror right now not if you're driving pull over and look in the mirror are you being the example to your children that you're supposed to be your daughter your son 
because for the rest of their life, that's all they're going to be able to model after. And, and, and it is proven time and time and time again that the father for the longevity of a life of a person <clears throat> is the most vital figure. Sorry, mamas, that's nothing against you. Mamas, you rock. I'm just saying in the psychology of development of a mind of a child that turns into a teenager that turns into an adult, it is the dad that has the highest thing. Even if you're not the best dad, look, I'm not the best dad, but kids don't need you to be perfect. They need you to be there. Nobody expects perfect. In fact, I think it's wrong to portray perfection to your children because it sets them up for failure in their real yeah. lives. They need to know that you and, and their mom struggled in your marriage, but you made it work mm-hmm. and you figured it out. Because then when they get married and they start fighting with their spouse because that's the real world, they know, oh, okay, this is real. We can work through this because my parents did. They need to see real <clears throat> life so they can understand it one day when it happens to them. Dads, your children need to see you struggling through a hard time and, 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 and what it means to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and fix it. Mm-hmm. And they need to see you admit to mistakes. They need to see these things. I, I, am, I am a firm believer removing the superhero cape as parents. Big time. They need to know that, yes, your title to them is mom and dad, but you're really, in our case, Graham and Alyssa. We're just people. We're not special. We're just people. We were blessed by God to have you, but we're not special. There's nothing mm-hmm. special about us. We're just people. Children need to see those things. And I love this. I love incarcerated fathers that get out, have nothing in place to teach them how to become a stable member of society and eventually work their way back into their children's lives to be an example. Even even if that example is, do not do what I did. Yeah. I love you. I messed up. I'm here now. Use me as what not to do. Do not do what I did. Cannot be, it cannot be said enough how important men are. Mama, you already know you're important. You literally make all the people like we would not be here if it wasn't for you mamas. You you got the highest power out of everybody, okay? You create people, (laughs) all right? (laughs) Literally. So you already got the title, okay? Like, 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 we, we, <laughs> let us be the co-pilot on this one. Men, take responsibility for your families. Men, take responsibility as being a spiritual leader in your family. Men, take responsibility for being the figure in your children's lives that's going to affect them every single day for the rest of their lives. Because if you haven't noticed, the world's going crazy and we need new, sane people and adults to come into our society and fix this mess. Thanks so much for listening to these episodes. We hope you enjoyed them, and we'll see you all again next time.